Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, creator and executive producer of Pandora, and welcome to Unboxing Pandora, a weekly podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the new series that debuts on Tuesday, July 16th on The CW and around the world. Each week, we'll visit with your favorite Pandora cast and crew members and get an insider look at the making of this exciting new sci-fi series. And for more bonus content, don't forget to visit us on Twitter and Instagram at CW Pandora or hashtag PandoraCW and Pandora Writers. Now, let's open the box on Pandora. What is it? Yeah. We have begun. We have begun. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is uh, Mark A. Altman, the uh, showrunner and executive producer of Pandora on the CW. And I'm here with our star. Our star, Ooh. it's such a fancy word. Uh, Oliver Dench, who plays Xander Duvall. Uh, in uh, in Pandora. So hello, Oliver. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? I'm great. Now, where are we? We're in, in Sofia, Bulgaria. We're in Sofia, Bulgaria. It's fantastic. We've been here for about... How long have I been here? Uh, it's only like two weeks, two I weeks? think, when two, we're doing this. You've been here a bit longer, though. I have you? been. I have been here longer. Seeing the sights. Yeah, I've been sightseeing. I've been going to the Nevsky to hang out, <laughs> and I've been looking at uh, the old Soviet monuments. and oh, uh, just having a grand old time. We still um, need to go to the War Museum. I know. When are we going to do that? Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday. We can, do that, do that. we can do that and then we can walk around and chat. And I love that. Everything. I think okay. that's a great plan. We've been dying to go to the World War II. You can mm. climb on tanks and everything. And can you? <laughs> I, apparently. You can drive them too. Well, you know, and it's great because we'll bring our German uh, cinematographer. And he, yeah. We <laughs> 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 can have our own little re- World War II reenactment. <laughs> But uh, which is which is good, but um, <laughs> I um, yeah I can't believe it's like we've all known each other now for for like two weeks. It seems it seems like a mix of a lot longer and a lot shorter. Um, it's been really quick, and it feels like it hasn't been very long. But in terms of the relationships we've made, everyone's best friends. And it's so funny because everybody always says on the movies, "I loved everyone. We all got along so well. We instantly clicked." Yeah, it's and normally it's, a lie. It's usually <laughs> a lie. It's always a lie. <laughs> but with you guys, it's so true. It's amazing. Pure publicity, yeah. That you, you guys, you spend so much time together. You do, you know, go restaurants and I'm not even on the WhatsApp group, so I don't even know half of it. Thank to, God. You need to get... No, no, no. <laughs> I made a very conscious yeah, decision. Keeping some distance might be yeah, sensible. Yeah, I let you guys. I don't want to know what you're up to, and then you know. <laughs> Yeah, so. Sort of drinking all night before shooting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. it's been lovely so far. We haven't got bored of anyone yet, and no one has shown their colours as a nasty person yet. I don't think so they. I don't think we have any nasty people. I think you've chosen people quite well. No, I mean so, that was part of it. Was that part of it? You know, uh, because I had met with Pris- well, I talked to Priscilla and I met with Rochelle before we started because I kind of mm. wanted to make sure. You know, we're going halfway around the world. Yeah. It's a very intense schedule that we didn't have any prima donnas. And, mm. you know, I, I sort of kind of said to Priscilla, you know... Um, promise me you're not a demon. Yeah, pretty promise much. You have to promise. <laughs> yeah, which is a great thing to ask an, a, a talented actress. Yeah. So just assure me <laughs> that you're not going to be difficult. <laughs> and I know, no, I'm, I'm not. But yeah. no, I, obviously she's she's great, and you guys are all great. Well, it's it's it must have been quite worrying. So much of the casting you did via tape. Yeah, we did by necessity. Been, I've never cast like that before. Mm. I'm always um, I love to see people in the room. I, you know, I love to do um, uh, chemistry reads where I mm. pair different people together. Mm-hmm. Um, I do you know a lot of callbacks and spend a lot of time talking to people and saying. 
oh, I see on your resume, um, special skills, foot dexterity. That's, that's really exciting. Let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> Actually, it's handy over here because I've been practicing my little toe juggling. Well, you know, it's going to come very useful in episode 17. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so yeah, we cast a lot on tape because we were casting a lot of people mm. out of the UK. And, and um, uh, Well, you've you been know. quite lucky with people then because God, everyone is still nice. And we, I've, I've met some weirdos before and I, they're not on this job. Like I think also it's it's because we pick people who are really serious about the work, mm. but you know, um, you know, but not precious about it. And mm. um, but you know, it's not just you know the, the younger the younger cast, but uh, you know, in terms of some of the uh, the, the teachers, you know, I mean, just They're great. Wow, I mean, Vikash who plays. Yeah. Um, Troll, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right, Troll. And uh, <laughs> I'll review my notes. <laughs> and, and, and Tommy, who 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 plays the uh, Elsa uh, Pevney, yeah. and and uh, then of course Noah Huntley, who you just completely hit it off with. He's great. Yeah, absolutely I mean, great. It's 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 terrific. What what so what? Tell me, I mean, because you know, what did you think? I mean, I guess when you went in, it was just an audition for another project. I was and... actually, I actually, you might not know, I delayed my audition. Um, because I had flown back from South Africa that day. I got a call from my agent when I was in the last job, and I said, I can't I can't get to that audition. I'll be in the airport. And then Rob, um, Rob Kelly, who was the mm. casting director in England, uh, said he would see me the following day. And um, what did I think? It was a tricky one, because I only had the scenes that I was reading. Right. Sure. Um, so the only thing I had to go on was the character description, in which you had written... Um, the notorious reference. Oh yes, Can that's right. And do you remember? Um, I'm here with my girlfriend Rachel Wojcicki, by the way. So she's gonna occasionally weigh in. Yeah, you remember, Rachel, you you're, you're sitting there like <laughs> muffling laughter. Yeah, and yeah, you, it's silence. okay. I mean, <laughs> um, and do you remember we were we were looking it up because it's one of the Hitchcock's films I hadn't seen, and we were watching Cary Grant scenes and mm. for the reference. Um, and then I had the scene, two scenes from the first episode. One where. Jax and Xander meet for the first time and one where we were in the cave um, showing her around mm. and it was really tricky it was a tricky audition to know how to pitch it because I think um, shows shows of this nature can be wildly different from the extraordinarily oh. dramatic to the really right. grounded mm. and I thought the best thing to do would be something more grounded mm-hmm. and minimal um, I also knew Steve oh, right, Steve Hughes, yeah. I knew Steve Hughes who's directing the first two episodes from before and I know that he likes as realistic and kind of grounded work as possible. Well, it's funny so, because I remember because I, I emailed Oliver and Steve's like, oh, I heard from Oliver and he's really excited. And like, oh, yeah, I never heard of That's because you didn't have my email. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. No. I, I came here and I, um, Mark showed us around the sets and at some point said, like, why didn't you ever reply to my emails? <laughs> and I realised that Mark had been sending me emails to a slightly incorrect email address. And what was it you said? You said, like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's his process. Maybe he's not excited about the project. And I, I think I started to sweat thinking that you thought I'd just been sat there ignoring emails from the writer and the executive. Um, but because no, I, I wrote this long sort of... Um, you know, basically the influences and the tone yeah, and, and all this, that. This stuff. brilliant welcome with this watch list of stuff that we should be looking at, and then, and then um, we obviously we resent it. So I got it that evening, and suddenly I had this list of films and shows and things to to watch for research. And but it was good. That's a good list, by the way. Well, thank you. So working my way through it is yeah, wonderful. No, I I didn't expect you to watch it in an evening. Like, of course, you're watching. You know the. The, uh, the documentary now, that's not on yeah. your list. It's but not it's, quite it's on the list, uh, it's, our, it's our brief break. 
But any any chance to watch AOC in action is always oh, she's great, watching. isn't she? She's so wonderful. Like, yeah, she just calls it like she sees it, you know. And yeah, she's so direct, and she's so concise as well, which I think is brilliant. Right? Well, you know, this is like New Yorkers. That's the way we are. You mm. just, you know, were you born in New York? Yeah, I was born in Brooklyn. Oh really? Yeah. So I've never been. You never been to New York? Never been. No. Oh well, we have to remedy that. Yeah, I think so. I'm thinking I might come. We were talking about an an American trip. Um, right. in, the, in the autumn after we wrap well yeah. we were talking about you know maybe doing something near Comic Con you know oh, in yeah. October right after the show uh, finale and then you know that would be a great way to get you guys over I mean, that would be to amazing. New York you know and then go to Comic Con and do some promotion and you know hopefully meet all your fans by then yeah, I yeah, certainly oh, hope yeah. so and, and we can do costumes we what? can do cosplay you can do cosplay we can go as a three we can choose some <laughs> costume as a three <laughs> well I don't know I wear some of those Professor Osborne uh, yeah I like, uh... oh can we all switch characters and go, I'm going to put on <laughs> the, um, the jets the, I'm gonna, no I want to go with the Zatarian makeup oh yes I want to go in Ben's, Ben's stuff I'll take oh. the two hours in the chair <laughs> I mean it, you know I'm talking to you it's like we've been in production for two weeks and you just have no idea what to really expect I mean none of us know what to expect I mean yeah. you know it's uh, it's it's a whirlwind uh, thing. Are you a fan of a genre at all? I mean, well, I, I was. Um, my dad loved Star Trek. He was a big Star Trek fan, but I had only ever really watched the Next Generation. That was my that was my series. Yeah. Um, because I love Patrick Stewart, and I loved I loved him from all the, the kind of Shakespeare work. Sure. And that was a really easy segue for me into into Star Trek. And then we were both talking earlier about loving Star Wars and some of the wider stuff, but I didn't, I hadn't delved that deeply. Um, before, but I do love it, and I love the um. I I like sci-fi fiction books a lot more than I ever mm. like um, like Heinlein kind mm-hmm. of um, novels and Arthur C. Clarke and stuff. I love that for the um. What did I love it for? I loved it for the pontificating about humans now, against a frame of um the future. Yeah. Which is something that is really pleasantly present in your scripts. Yeah, well, which is why I'm enjoying it. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad he's enjoying it. This is, this is a good. So thing. far, yeah, so far, <laughs> it's only episode two. Yeah. But uh, you know, we'll 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 see how it goes from here on yeah. out. Um, but mm. you know, it's. It, I think what you know what I love about the show, what makes it interesting for me, is that it's a pastiche of so many different genres. You know, we mm. have the sci-fi, but then we also have the coming of age and college story, yeah. and then you know, sort of the. Game of Thrones uh, intrigue uh, yeah. with um, uh, you know Osborne and you know Fr- Harlan Freed and, and yeah. Reagan and um, you know and there's comedy obviously yeah, and, and, it, and it comes together as something quite original, which is um, which is obviously ideal, um, and also it's thrilling to be working on something that is completely original in a world where there are so many adaptations and sequels and remakes and. I mean that was one of the great things. Some of the first feedback you know we're getting from the editors were. You know, not only uh, were they loving what they were seeing, but they were like, "It's so refreshing to work on something we actually care about." Like this, mm. we're really into it. Like we're really excited. I mean, you know, how many times can we see you know the cops solve the case and the murder or the yeah. thing? And yeah. I've worked on my fair share of those, and it's just like, you know, uh, you know, Shakespeare said there's seven plots, but I think there's yeah. like three murder mysteries. You know, yeah. and they keep doing them over and over again. Yeah. So it can get a bit dry can't it? it it really can also I like there's a there's a somewhat um, optimistic bent in in lots of sci-fi and in this so far which I think is good talking about um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and that kind of stuff in such a tumultuous world now it's nice to have the um, 
the optimism well, in, you know, in, in sci-fi rather than the like dystopia. I'm so glad to hear you say that because, you know, obviously that's at the heart of the series. I mean, it's no secret that I'm a huge fan of the original Star Trek, which was mm. all about, you know, people coming together and a family and, and the, the values, despite our difference and, and yeah, the values yeah, yeah, that yeah. it espoused and dealing with social issues, particularly social issues that were very much at the forefront in the 1960s. Mm. And, you know, there hasn't really been a science fiction show like that since. As much as we all love The Next Generation, it didn't really deal with allegory and metaphor mm. the way that the original Star Trek did. And uh, I wanted to tell a very optimistic show, but not a Pollyanna show. Yeah. So that there still is, you know, giant corporations that are manipulating things. Mm. But ultimately, mankind or humankind has become, um, uh, you know, overcome a lot of problems. Yeah. And working together, that, that the threats are external and not as much uh, between different nation states. And yeah. that we aspire to be better. You know, and that we have extol science and we believe in and we're not fearful of the other anymore and yeah. xenophobia. And uh, you know, so we are, tr- you know, that to me is really exciting because science fiction is really great at predicting the future, but it's mm. good about providing a lens for examining who we are today. It's, it's the Hamlet mirror to society of art. That's that. And, and that, that really works. It's really pleasant. I, I've always thought it's interesting how the art that a society produces seems often reflective but quite often the negative of what's happening at the time like when things are going really well people tend to write loads of dystopians and and, and crazy negative stories but when things are um when things are trickier in real life it's good to have something to aspire to well this was part of a reaction to that because i felt like everything was so dark and you know Mm. the world is already so dark i mean particularly you know where i'm from you know with, with with uh certain Brooklyn person that shouldn't be you know yeah. not be named you know I'm not talking about Voldemort uh, but uh, he shall not be named but uh, but you know so I, I felt like you know it was time to see something more optimistic and hopeful and mm. you know we hear so much about the dark side of man and you know to do something that was more hopeful and uh, you know that's why I wanted the show to be without you know you still need drama and you still want yeah. conflict but. Um, but it's about overcoming that rather than being mm-hmm. damned by it and I think that's the like shift that art especially like fiction art now is, is taking we've had lots of um, lots of people being battered down by the issues in the world and I think it's really nice that the emphasis in the show is about coming together and overcoming it and I think you you know all the characters are very principled you know they believe in different things and I think but uh, you know everybody acts out of principle I mean your character mm. Jax's character you know, so to me, that's really interesting. And uh, they're young. You're young, but you're trying to change the world or the worlds mm. in this case. And you know, so that goes back to the documentary so that you're. Yeah. You know, you know, with AOC, she was like, you know, frustrated by what she was seeing and these, you know, older politicians who were saying yeah. all these things, but nothing was kind of, you know. And she decided to run, and she toppled, you know, an incumbent. And um, you know, I don't always agree with her, but you know, I love her style. And, the way she speaks out and um, uh, that she doesn't let people talk down to her. Yeah, and it's, and it's principled. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I, and I we're, we're lacking a lot of that, not just in politics, but in general in the world. People people working from their principles is an amazing thing to see, whether you agree with them or not. Um, obviously, it's better if you agree with them. Right. <laughs> it's but nicer yeah. to see. But that's a big but, problem with our society, too. It's like, you know, now... Um, anybody that doesn't agree with you is, you know, the other or to be yeah. run down and, and, and not to have... Now I'm not talking about, like, right-wing, they should not... You know, that's different. Mm. But, you know, if somebody, you know, say, I'm a Hillary supporter, somebody's a Bernie supporter or whatever, you know, it was like, 
then the other person was the enemy. And and uh, yeah. and, and you know, we, we can't go on as a civilization or a society where we paint everyone who has a differing mm. opinion. And you know, that's something we kind of deal with in one oh two you know, with the, this idea of the seeker coming to speak on the university yeah, campus. Yeah. And, and allowing it. You know, and allowing it. Do yeah. we allow it? We, you know, what are the limits to free speech? Um, and I don't think we necessarily provide the answers, but hopefully we ask but the questions. But that's the loveliest thing about um, script writing. I'm not, I'm not a script writer, so I have no idea what the loveliest thing about <laughs> script writing is. But one of the nice things about that and about plays or about um, television or film is that it gives you the ability to explore both sides of that argument. In that scene... You have Atria giving the the, the strong um, negative, the strong opposed view, but then you can explore the, the other one with Pevney and his, and that and that's brilliant. That's enough. Just like raising the debate or showing the debate on the screens, should hopefully ignite it in people's minds enough that they can make their own decisions. Yeah. No. I. Look, that's I, that's great. And you know that's what I you know want to keep doing you know and it's something that. Um, you know, if there's one big influence of the original Star Trek, it's kind of that, you know. Mm. And then, you know, it's funny because in Max's cinematography, I see sort of a modern version of what Jerry Finnerman was doing in the original Star Trek. Mm. And then, of course, you know, you have uh, the great English actor like in Star Trek. The next yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, look, he, he would go and swap around from I, Claudius, uh, yeah. you know, to Excalibur to Life Force yeah. and then back again to Shakespeare. So he, he did it all. <laughs> and um, uh, it's it's it's... I'm going to shave my head in reference for series two. You're going to shave your head. Oh, my Fingers God. Crossed. Is that all right? Can he shave his head? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. She'll let me do anything. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, listen, I, you know, I'm so glad that we had a chance to talk. And, you know, um, I hope you'll check out um, uh, Pandora on the CW uh, this summer. Please and, do. And... Uh, We'll you know, look forward to you joining us next week when we talk to another member of this ensemble that loves each other so we much. We all love each other. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It is true. We say that now. We should give the date because, you know, no. Yeah, if you say next week, yeah. <laughs> by, by next week, anything could happen. <laughs> but no, it's, 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 it's a great team. And yeah, I'm so happy to have the chance to sit down and, and, and uh, talk to uh, talk to Oliver about his role as Andrew Duvall. It's, That's great to He's great uh, to he's fantastic, and um, there's some great things in store for him that even Oliver doesn't know. About. <laughs> Ooh, so keep watching. <laughs> what a teaser! <laughs> keep watching. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>